Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and I want to invite you to settle in, relax, and if you can, grab a pen and paper because you will definitely want to take some notes. So hey, on this show, we are all about positivity, encouragement, and having real conversations about overcoming hurdles and challenges in life and experiencing personal transformation from the inside out. This show is very close to my heart because after many years of reaching outside of myself to acquire and attain external achievements and hit or surpass those benchmarks, the society says that if we hit these marks, We'll experience happiness, fulfillment, success, you know, those benchmarks, whether it's education, business ownership, financial targets. Well, what I have learned and what I've received deep revelation on is this. All of those things that we desire are completely possible, but everything that we want to manifest on the outside If we want it to last over time, and if we want to feel truly happy and fulfilled when we get those things, it's directly linked to what's happening on the inside of us. You see, the key to external change is internal transformation. That's right. And inside out transformation is possible for all of us. It's a step-by-step journey that's well worth the trip. So that's my story. That's why I'm doing this show. You can learn more about my personal story and my experience as a business owner in my books, on my websites, or social media. But on this show, you'll hear other people's experiences. You'll hear from people who are respected experts in their field, people who are devoting their lives in some way some shape or form, to helping others and serving others. And all of the people that'll be on this show have their own personal stories of transformation from the inside out. So listen, if it can happen for me, if it can happen for them, it can happen for you. So here's the thing. There's a lot of negativity, divisiveness, depression, cruelty, oppression, racism, and all those other non-positive, non-encouraging conversations going on in the world. We are not about that here. On this show, we want to tap into the deeper level desires, how to fulfill your dreams, how to experience joy, freedom, abundance, how to be a more effective business leader, business owner, parent, Really, in whatever roles we play in life, how to just show up as the best version of ourselves. And on a more basic level, how to simply get through life one day at a time. Because here's the thing. Sometimes we all just need some encouragement, right? A simple step that we can take today to move forward. And that's what we're here for on this show how you can have the life you want. And I also want to hear from you. So as you listen today, if there's something that strikes you, encourages you, motivates you, causes you to think in a different way, hey, shoot me an email at today at gmail.com. Who knows? We may do a future show on a topic that you suggested, or we may answer your questions on the air. So with that, I want to introduce my guest for today. Hey, you guys, I am super excited. And I'm just going to be honest and let you know, last night, as I was preparing for this show today, I was fangirling out. So excited for my guest today and to have her with me 
to kick off season one, episode one. So let's get into it. My guest today is the one and only Lanetta Albright, author, radio personality, change agent, and facilitator. Lanetta is one of the most dynamic and transformative speakers, facilitators, and coaches working not just nationally, but internationally in countries like Africa, the Caribbean, South America. She is all about adding value to people and changing lives. She's particularly focused on developing those that she fondly refers to as the next generation. So as among many things, as president and owner of Forward Movement Inc., a minority and female-owned company, Lanetta offers executive and life coaching for individuals and organizations. She's got a background in organizational and leadership development. She's a certified personal and executive coach and executive director with the John Maxwell team. I'm laughing over here because I'm like, what's this woman? She also has a weekly coaching segment on the Lonnie Hunter show on the Reach Gospel Radio Network that airs weekly. So Lanetta is about meaningful and real changes, helping to facilitate that in people in ways that change mindsets and behaviors with steps that can be applied immediately. So her background is long. Her experience is vast and deep. She's also an author. Um, She's authored multiple books, including Women Thriving Fearlessly. Um, She dreams in real life and on and on. Okay, so with no further ado, Please join me in welcoming the beautiful and illustrious Lanetta Albright. Hey, Joy, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I was listening to you read that and I thought to myself, she's dating me. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to mess around and tell people my age. (laughs) Oh, did I mention? Did I mention that she was a child prodigy? Okay, so that's the thing. (laughs) It is just such an honor to be here with you, kicking off your first season. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. I am super excited to be having this platform to just encourage, you know, motivate, uplift people. And I'm so grateful to have you with us today. So, Lynetta, here's here's something that I've come to believe. I believe that anyone who's doing great things in the world especially those who devote themselves in service to others, um, have typically overcome many obstacles and challenges in their own lives, right? In their own journey toward transformation um, from the inside out. So I just want to ask you as we get started today, what is one obstacle or challenge that you had to overcome just to get here today? Wow. Wow, that's sort of interesting started asking that question and I went all the way back, Joy, to when I was 19, 20 years old. The oldest sibling of a force, four of us, uh, my mother passed away mm. and I was the adult, young adult, when she passed away. And uh, I think the biggest challenge when she asked me, help your dad raise the kids. I'm thinking to myself, how in the world am I going to do that? Mm. (laughs) You know, I often say that my mother's most famous quote was, do it because I say so. (laughs) And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, help raise the kids. I don't think they're going to hear that from me. Do it because I say so. Well, I had to get over that and get over the idea that I had to have all the answers. And it took Mm -hmm. my siblings to help me get over myself. And they said, you're not in this alone. Not in this alone. We're Mm -hmm. right here with you. We're together. So you can sort of let some of that heaviness that you're putting on your shoulders, 
we're all in this together. And they taught me how to laugh at myself because I was really practical and serious. You know, I followed the rules, following my mother's example. There was a way to do everything. So I think that that not taking things so seriously was one. The other that you will have to stop me is talking. You know, my mother bought me a a chatty Kathy doll, you know, so it's no wonder that I'm a coach and a speaker and a trainer. It comes from back then. But I had to really work on listening, Joy, really listening. So those are the two that raised up for me. I love, love, love. That's such a rich response. There are a couple things that you said. First of all, as you were speaking and like just release, let go of the the need, right? To know everything. We don't have to have all of the answers. Like literally my shoulders began to relax. I don't know about people who are listening, but just hearing you say that was like gave me freedom to just relax, like even right now. So I love that. And I think that often, especially for people who are actively trying to, you know, bring about change or have an impact in the world um, or influence, you know, others in a positive way um, in any area, that those things you mentioned are things that we all can relate to, right? And sometimes we have to remember, hey, even if, even if we have prepared you know, to the best of our ability, dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's, there are going to be things that we don't know. And that's okay, right? Okay, it's okay. Yeah, so um, thank you for that answer. And that's a nice lead in to, I want to like talk a little bit about overcoming challenges and obstacles And I know that you have an extensive background in executive coaching and leadership development and um, just working to help people become the best version of themselves. Now, my personal take is that we're all leaders, right? Whether we're given that title or not, in that all of us have some type of influence on other people, whether we are aware of it or not. So I would like to know and have you share with the audience, what are some common themes that you've seen over the years in terms of those common challenges and hurdles that people in leadership or just clients in general that you work with, Mm -hmm. um, that they struggle to overcome? The reason that I'm asking this question is because I think that often when we're going through something, we can tend to feel like it's just us, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're the only ones having this um, challenge or having to overcome this obstacle. So what are some of those common themes? What are some common things that you see people mm-hmm. struggle to overcome? I'm going to, you know, this word is, has become very popular lately, but it's mindsets mm. and how we think about things. Uh, because to believe in yourself is so very necessary. And, uh, you know, I would ask people, what do you believe about you? And they would get stumped because they hadn't been asked that question and uh, that's one of the, the biggest or the first challenges and the first opportunity. You know, so when I think about challenges, I think about what's the opportunity. And in that is self-awareness. So self-awareness is the first thing. And when you mention leadership, you're absolutely right. My favorite mentor, John Maxwell, who knew I'd be working with him. Uh, says that leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. It is Mm -hmm. not positional that, you know, there are some people who are born leaders, I guess, but everybody's born. Mm -hmm. We can all develop and become leaders. So that's the other thing. What do we believe about ourselves? Mm -hmm. Self-awareness and this, these two obstacles, Joy, One, I'll call limiting beliefs Hmm. and uh, competing commitments. There's a course I teach on breaking through invisible boundaries. And one of the boundaries is that 
there were values and things that we grew up with that we believe to be true. Mm. And they may have served us well then. However, could it be that that belief is holding you back now? So you've got this competing commitment. For Mm. me, um, this is the one I I share always. and, And with entrepreneurs in particular, is that I was raised uh, by parents who worked. My dad always said, you do not leave a job until you have a guaranteed job. Mm-hmm. And you particularly don't leave a good job. Well, Joy, that worked for me all of my life. I've never been unemployed. It worked until it didn't. Mm-hmm. Because when I wanted to start my own company, there's no guarantee. And I kept hesitating and hesitating and hesitating until my own coach said, what is it that's got you stuck? Hmm. And we went through this for six or seven, eight months. And I said, oh my goodness, I know. And he said, what? I said, it's my daddy. He said, I thought you were crazy about him. I said, I am, but daddy taught us, you do not leave a job until you have a guaranteed job. And it's starting my own business. So that was a competing commitment. I had to say to dad, I'm going to have to kick you to the curb on this one. (laughs) When I shared that with him and told him what he had taught us, he said to me, and I felt so silly. He said, girl, I told you that when you were a teenager, are you still holding on to that? Mm. So we have these things that we believed to be true. They may have worked then, Mm -hmm. but we've got to challenge those things and feel comfortable to challenge those competing commitments. And they're usually invisible to us. They're invisible. So I think that competing commitments and how we think, how we think. Yeah. Okay. Once again, you are just blowing my mind today. And if anybody's catching video clip, because I am taping this. So at some point, um, and you see me looking down, that's because I'm not only fanning out, but I am a constant student. So I'm taking notes um, because you're dropping some gems on us today. And I love what you're saying about mindset, right? And the way that you broke down limiting beliefs. I think for um, some, if not most of us, um, limiting beliefs is one of those phrases that we often hear. But the way that you broke that down and explained that it's like this competing, right? Competing commitments. And essentially, we're, our mind is competing with itself, like our conscious thoughts are in competition with those, as you said, invisible thoughts, those things that are in our subconscious. And oftentimes we don't even know that they're there because they go all the way back to childhood. So that is rich. And again, I think that's something that probably all of us can relate Mm -hmm. to, whether we have a title, you know, as leader or not. These are just human things. Um, I'm going to get into, we're going to get into a little later, like how to tackle mindset, right? And some things that um, people can do, like simple things we can start to do to become more aware and to get rid of some of those limiting beliefs. But right now, we're going to take a brief break. But hey, don't go anywhere far, because when we come back, we're going to shift gears and get into some juicy topics around trauma, mental health, managing our emotions. And yes, we are going to get into the slap that occurred on the Academy Awards stage because, hey, we got to talk about that, right? How can we talk about trauma and mental health and not talk about that? So stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side of this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you feeling unhealthy, overweight, stressed, or generally tired? Have you lost your motivation? And has life gotten you down? Beth Shaw and her guest experts are here to help you and all of America get healthy. 
Listen to Make America Healthy and gain valuable tools to reclaim your physical, mental, and emotional health. Make America Healthy, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in each week for Advancing All Women, hosted by Sarah Alter, President and CEO of Next Up. Hear top executives and experts talk the most pressing issues of the moment for women in the workplace, including key issues that affect the advancement of women, creating better workplaces for women of color, business solutions, and more. Listen every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment or catch our replays weekly on Voice America Influencers. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. Welcome back, you guys. So we are still here with the illustrious Lanetta Albright. Um, woman who wears many hats and of many talents. So before the break, we had started to get into mindset and the importance of really managing that internal chatter in our heads, right? And the thoughts that sometimes are um, keeping us back, holding us back, keeping us essentially hostage, not allowing us to be um, free and to be the best version of ourselves. And I want to move now in this next segment into trauma, mental health, and um, freedom, emotional freedom. So Lynetta, you know, there's been a lot of emphasis on mental health and well-being in recent years, especially over the past couple years, as we've all had to navigate um, the unprecedented, you know, times we've had to navigate change associated with the global pandemic. And, um, you know, there have been conversations within the Black community in particular about the historic trauma and, and how the death of George Floyd, you know, triggered um, old traumas, um, specifically in the Black community, but just overall, I think trauma, mental health, emotional well-being has really been a hot topic more so now than ever because we're all having to navigate this new world, right? And um, so I know that you've done work historically um, as national director of leadership and development training for substance abuse and recovery. Um, and I wanted to ask you in your professional work and training those who work in the areas of trauma and mental health and just in your work as a coach in general, because to me, even things like mindset, right, and limiting beliefs are linked to um, our emotions, right? Mind, emotions, behaviors, you know, they're all connected. So why do you think it's important um, to really focus on and for us to understand um, trauma, mental health, and emotional well-being? Mm -hmm. What role does that play in us being able to be the best version of ourselves? Yeah, yeah. I think um, a couple of things, Joy, raised up for me. Uh, someone said to me uh, once that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And, and what does that human experience look like? What does it feel like? And what it feels like is all about 
our emotions. I, I took a course on emotional intelligence, an updated course. And this course, this definition that the trainer said, she said, the practice of recognizing, understanding your emotions and the emotions of others and using that awareness to bring out the best in yourself and the best in other people. Mm. So, so when I, when I work with people, I'm going to go back to that thing that I said I had to work on was actively listening to people, Mm. uh, to hearing people when people can feel like they are heard that they are understood, that they can trust, that they can trust, that they can share themselves. That's a lot of the work we do when we're working with people Mm. in recovery from mental health and substance use disorders. And so this active listening and paying attention to people's emotions is a biggie. And when we look at, you know, the emotional intelligence you know, low emotional intelligence means that um, people feel misunderstood and unappreciated. Mm. But when I'm working with a person and I want to have a high level of emotional intelligence is that I'm helping the person learn to adapt to situations. So that's one thing. Uh, So the emotional intelligence, I think, is a place that we need to understand and go to. Mm -hmm. The other thing is about being person-centered and strength-based, you know, so everyone that I work with, all of us are unique individuals Mm -hmm. and to try and think that what worked for her will work for her is, is wrong. It's Mm -hmm. just simply wrong. It doesn't respect the uniqueness in each person. When I think about trauma, when I think about trauma, and I'm not a trauma expert, but Mm -hmm. here's a question that I often ask myself. I'm working with someone and and something's going on and I don't want to assume, don't make assumptions. And especially if it's someone that what they're doing, what they're saying is unusual for Mm -hmm. them. The first question I want to ask myself, is there something else? Mm -hmm. Is there something else? And so asking good questions, when you talked about getting into the subconscious, Mm -hmm. asking good questions is a quality uh, that we work on. I work with a group of peers and training peers who work with people who have mental health, and substance use disorders. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we share with them is your lived experience is your lived experience. You're walking alongside of another person and the choices that they make, the life that they want to create, it is their life. We can't fix anyone, Um, you know, which is kind of the difference between empathy and sympathy. You know, mm-hmm. empathy sort of increases connection with people, mm-hmm. whereas sympathy can kind of shut that down, you know, feeling sorry for people um, in the black community. Trusting each other, being open and honest with each other um, and challenging some of those limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, we, so good. <laughs> you know, so the, the good. challenging some of the things we learned, you know, the difference between religion and spirituality. Uh, Joy, you know, I grew up in religion, religion and the rituals and all of that without having a relationship with God. For those of your listeners who, you know, are believers, that it's important to make that distinction. So when my mother taught us this one scripture, in all thy ways, acknowledge God and he'll direct thy path. Girl, it took me 25, 30 years before I got it. And when I got it, Joy, 
and allowed God to direct my steps. So I can come up with a plan. Now, people plan and God laughs because mm-hmm. God's got sometimes something else for you to do that you didn't think about. So I think tapping into that spiritual side of us, because we're mental, intellectual, physical, spiritual. I think the spiritual piece helps with the trauma. Mm-hmm. I think also understanding the traps that our minds can play on us. I teach a course called Mind Traps. You know, mm-hmm. there's the catastrophe mind, like, oh my goodness, everything's falling apart. The cornbread burns. So dinner <laughs> is wrecked. Well, no, dinner's not wrecked. It didn't, everything's not wrecked. So the cornbread may have been burnt. You know, so I think it's it's talking to each other, being honest with each other, but it takes a lot of building trust. I think relationships are everything uh, and partnership. That's when you start feeling, you use one of my favorite words, freedom. Yes. Freedom, you know, joining yes. with another person certainly can help you to feel free. So as I said, you know, we're all unique individuals. We want to make sure that we don't know all the answers. That was that lesson for me. So when you yeah. ask me about trauma, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a trauma expert. So I don't yeah. know the answers. What I know helps in working with people is listening to them mm-hmm. and letting them feel like they can be, that they're respected, that they're understood. And the late, great Dr. Maya Angelos quote is how I'll close this answer off. She said, people will likely forget what you said. They will likely forget what you did, but they will never forget. They will always remember how you made them feel. And so that's important to me when I'm working with people is how do they feel having worked with me? So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it totally did. And there are several things that you mentioned that sparked, that set things off in my mind, right? So, um, and I happen to agree with you that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience in the world, right? And so um, I wanted to get into this because I think the reality is, you know, as we saw, you know, for those of us, if we weren't watching the Academy Awards, um, we probably all either seen the clip or heard people talking about what happened. Um, And I know those of us who watched, you know, as as Will Smith walks up on stage and literally slapped Chris Rock for what initially appeared to be just a typical one of those jokes, you know, that people make when they're on stage and they sort of point out people in the audience and say things that may not be the nicest things. Um, But it got me thinking about how we interact with people, right? How we show up in the world. It got me thinking about um, what must have been going on, you know, on a deeper emotional, even spiritual level, you know, within Will or with anybody, right, who acts out. And so, um, you know, you talked about emotional intelligence, right? You talked about things like empathy and listening. The irony for me and all of that is that none of those things are things that we are taught in school, right? So you can go through your entire life and have all the education. You can have 10 different degrees and PhDs and all of the things and still not have the tools to um, navigate through your own emotions, right? And so um, I think that when we see instances like that, and this is a long way of framing a question that I'm about to ask you as we close out um, this segment, but when we see things like that play out in front of us, I think oftentimes we're quick to want to just either judge it or, you know, engage and say what somebody should or shouldn't do. But it made me wonder how often do we really pause and ask ourselves some questions like, hmm, 
you know, what must have been going on and how am I doing with respect to me, how I interact with people, right? If somebody says something that ticks me off or whatever, what am I likely to do? You know, am I feeling like I'm on the verge of breaking at any moment? Um, Because those tapping into what's happening on the inside is critical to our being able to interact with other people in a humane way, in a kind way, in a mature way. Um, And so as in your work with people, and I'm thinking about just the relationship between our thoughts you know, back to what you're saying about mindset and those unconscious thoughts, those tapes that are constantly playing in our head based on sometimes things that we grow, grew up with, right? So with respect to that relationship in emotions and our mindsets and, you know, uh, emotional intelligence and our ability to be empathetic, when you're coaching people, like what would be maybe one or two quick things that you would suggest in terms of small things, micro steps, you know, baby steps that a person who's listening right now who says, you know what, I have some emotional issues. I have issues with anger or, you know, it's sometimes I get emotional and I feel out of control and I wish that I wouldn't do that, but I don't know how to correct that. What would be a couple tips that you would suggest? You know, I I, um, have come to understand that none of us want to, to do bad things. None of us, I know that Will, I'm convinced, he did not come into that room expecting to have an emotional outburst. Um. And yet we all, things happen. Um, And I always, I want to ask people all the time, and it is about becoming. It's about becoming. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Not what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Had a, a person in a training who talked about his goal. And I said, okay, that's great. Who do you need to be to reach that goal? And he thought about that most of the day. And then I saw a light bulb go off and he raised his hand. He said, I know you asked me this early this morning. He says, but I just realized who I need to be is kinder. I need to be kinder. I'm known as a gruff guy. I need to be kind. I think it, it, speaks to the fact that, number one, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Number two is if we cut off our growth, as you said, we don't get this in school. We still don't. Back in my day, we didn't get it. And even today, we're not talking about how we think, what we believe about ourselves, and even more important, what type of person do I want to be? This mm-hmm. is all self-awareness. And still, even knowing who I want to be, things like what happened, the slap mm-hmm. uh, will happen. And then what do you do? Forgiveness is one of my biggest, biggest things about me that I love. And we have to forgive ourselves also. So having compassion for ourselves and being able to forgive ourselves, we're all going to step wrong. And it's a practice. If people got comfortable with this life, this whole life is a practice. And, you know, I felt my heart went out to everybody involved in that situation. And physically, I know it hurt Chris, (laughs) But I can only imagine what Will felt like when he went home, when he went back. And I read something that Denzel said to him. Number one, I learned that Denzel, we pronounce his name incorrectly. It's Mm -hmm. Denzel, he tells us. But he said to him, 
when you start reaching higher and higher levels, that's when the enemy comes in to attack. Mm. And so it's the things we look at and the things we think about that are just so important and continuing to ask yourself, who do I want to be and what will it take for me to become that person? I think there are questions, questions and questions that we can ask ourselves that would help us to do things differently Think about things differently. And the last thing I'll say on that one, growing up in the church, if people could have just talked about the fruits of the spirit and that love is the greatest commandment, mm-hmm. because I think if, if love is the greatest commandment and if we all understood that all the rest of these things wouldn't happen, but yeah. our commandments and the things that we're focused on and, you know, hurt feelings and who's embarrassed to and who said what, if love was right there, even in our community, Joy, back to that, if we could bring love smack dab in the middle, we'll save a whole lot of grief. Yes. Now, on that note, with love, we're going to have to come back and do a whole other (laughs) show on that because that's so loaded, right? Because in order to love you have that gets deep, right? You have to know what love is, which is connected to who are you. So we're going to put a pin in that one uh, because that's so rich and that's so spot spot on. If I might, I just want to leave your audiences with this question around love to ask yourself, If you really love yourself, what would you not do? I love that. I'll leave it with that. What would you not do? I love that. And I'm going to reiterate those two questions. Um, So for people, for all of us, right? Because we're all on a journey in this, in this experience called life. And so I love that you said, if we just ask ourselves, like even daily, who am I becoming? And if you have something that you're a goal that you're trying to reach, ask yourself, what do I need to become in order to be that future version of myself? Right. I love those because those questions to me are like an internal GPS. Right. And if we know what we're what the answer to that is, okay, in order for me to do X, right, or achieve X, or whatever that thing is, whatever our vision is for ourselves, this is who I need to become, that is the type of question that can keep you grounded every day. It's those are simple questions yet profound. And I love it. So thank you for that. And we're going to take a quick break. And then um, so much, so much, so much that we have yet to discuss um, in our final segment. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you feel that life has you stuck in a rut? Coffee with Jamie is a show about how to get unstuck. Each week, host Jamie Finney shares stories that are similar to what many of us go through, including career and life burnout, loss, divorce, even a global pandemic along with actionable steps you can start doing right now to get your motivation back and design the life you want. Share Coffee with Jamie every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. 
Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. Okay, so welcome back from that break, you guys. And so we are in our final segment today with the lovely Nuanetta Albright. So, um, so many things that I had in my notes that we're not going to even be able to get into. But in our final remaining minutes here in this last segment, um, I would be remiss to not want to at least touch on the topics of entrepreneurship um, and perhaps we'll be able to just touch briefly on being a woman in business, right? So I think entrepreneurship, Lanetta, you mentioned earlier um, in the show about a little bit about your journey to leaving corporate, starting your own business and how you had a breakout of, as you put it, limiting mindsets and something that your father had said to you when you were 10 years old, which is like crazy. Um, But I say it's crazy because I can totally relate to that. And probably many of the listeners can too. Um, Something that I often say to people when they ask me, Um, Hey, what's it like to have your own business or, you know, especially now a lot of people during the pandemic started asking questions about how they're living their lives, uh, where they're working. Hey, am I even doing what I want to be doing? Am I passionate? And people started to leave the workforce to start their own businesses, right? So what I would like to ask you is for somebody who's listening right now, who is maybe thinking about starting their own business, um, who maybe feels called or they have a passion. Um, I think often, at least from what I've been exposed to, when people are giving advice to people in that situation, we tend to hear things that are externally focused, like, well, you have to have a business plan or figure out what you want to sell and your target audience and all of those things, which are awesome and important. But rarely do we hear people talking about what's required internally as the entrepreneur, as the business owner. Um, And, you know, on this show, we're all about transformation and living from the inside out. So from that perspective, um, you can answer this question in one of two ways, but totally from an inside out perspective, either what's one thing that you wish you had known about what's required Mm-hmm. Um, internally to be a successful business owner, you know, if you could look back and speak to that earlier version of yourself and give her a piece of advice based on what you know now, um, or, you know, what would you tell people today who are sitting in that space? Um, what's like one or two main things that tips that you would give them like, Hey, before you start a business, this is critical work that you need to do on yourself. Yeah, yeah. We have just a couple minutes. I think it's in your title, Living Inside Out. And this this whole body of work around knowing your why. Because Mm -hmm. we were socialized to figure out, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And maybe we might ask, why do I want to do it? So the business, what's the purpose What is your purpose? What is it that you're hoping to accomplish? Get that clear first. What is in your heart? So now you move from your mind to your heart. And I think it's working from the inside out. I think one of the things that I also 
had to learn, and I will say this to anyone looking to start their own business, is get comfortable with failure. Mm. We were taught not to fail. And therefore, we won't take risks. Well, if you're going to start a business, becoming a risk taker is going to be necessary. Mm -hmm. And understanding that anything you try is likely going to fail. We got to get comfortable with the fact that failure and success go hand in hand. Failure is the price we pay for success. So I think I think that that failure piece is a piece that has to be worked on. And then I think potential. And I'll end mm. with that is that if you were the best at what you were doing, we can't stop at best mm. because when we stop at best, I read a book, The Potential Principle. The author said, when you stop at best, you don't have a clue as to what you could do. So I think risk and self-awareness and certainly self-care, make sure that you keep you, your physical vitality at the top of your list and always being growth oriented. How far can I go? as opposed to goal-oriented that usually has an end date. That's awesome. I wish somebody had told me all of those things uh, 15 years ago before I started my business. Excellent response. Lanetta, we are pretty much out of time. Can you believe it? Time flies. We didn't even get to get into your work with the next generation or uh, women specifically. We'll have to have you back to talk about those things. So I just want to thank you, everybody, for listening and hanging with me today. And um, Lanetta, real quick, where can people find you? on social? Ah, Lanetta Albright on Instagram, Lanetta Albright Coach on Facebook. Awesome. And hey, you guys, let me know what spoke to you. You know, if there was something today that inspired you, encouraged you, motivated you, if you heard a tip that you decided, hey, I'm going to start implementing that today. I want to hear about it. Even if there's something that you were hoping that we would get into that we didn't have time to get into, write to me at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. And until next week, I'm going to leave you with this final tip. T-I-P, that's an acronym for transformation is possible. And remember, big change, lasting change happens one micro step at a time. So again, transformation is possible. And it begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week. 